All right. Hello, everybody. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever you're listening to this, just put just picked up my Bible, put it down on the table. And uh, same thing as yesterday. Going to keep this going. A little message of the day, a scripture of the day. And we'll see what the Lord gives to us. So here we are opening up the Holy Word of God. I hope I pray your ears are receptive to hear and your heart is ready to receive and your life and your soul is ready to be transformed in Jesus name. Let's open up that Bible. All right, so we're going into Samuel. We're going into 1 Samuel, uh, who was the last prophet. He was the last prophet in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant. And Old Covenant meaning before Jesus had come to the earth. So here's, uh, so here's what we're going to read. Uh, chapter 25, verse 1. So this is the death of Samuel. Now Samuel died, and all the children of Israel gathered together and mourned him, and they buried him at his home in Ramah. Then David arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. Now there was a man in Maon whose work was in Carmel. He was a rich man with 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats, and he was, he, he was shearing his sheep in Carmel. The man's name was Nabal, and the w- name of his wife, Abigail. She was a woman of good understanding and beautiful. But the man was harsh and evil in his actions, and he was a Calebite. So David heard in the wilderness that Nabal was shearing his sheep. So David sent out ten young men, and David said to the young men, Go up to Carmel and go to Nabal and greet him in my name. And thus you shall say to him who lives in prosperity, Peace be to you, and peace to your house, and all that you have, peace. So here's what David's, there's this man who's an evil man named Nabal. He has a virtuous wife. So David's sending out his, his stewards, his, those who serve him, uh, to go to go interact with this man. Let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. So I've heard that, so here's verse 7. I have heard that you have shearers. Now your shepherds were with us. We did not harm them, nor did they miss anything all the days they were in Carmel. Ask your young men, and they will tell you. Therefore, let my young men find favor in your eyes, for we have come on a good day. Please give whatever you find at hand to your servants and to your son, David. So when David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal according to all these words in the name of David. Then they waited. So then Nabal answered David's servants and said, Who is David and who is the son of Jesse? Today many servants are breaking away, each one from his master. So the guy is countering him, obviously. He's, they, David said to him to tell him, Peace be to your house and peace, peace be to you and all of you have peace. So he's telling them that we didn't harm your people when we had an opportunity to. The servants are telling him that David and his people didn't harm Nabal and his people when they had the opportunity to. So here's what's going down. So when David's young man spoke, they waited. Nabal answered David's servants, said, Who is David and who is the son of Jesse? Today many servants are breaking away, each one from his master. So Nabal, here's what he says. Should I then take my bread and my water and my meat, that which I have killed for my shears, and give it to the men whose origins are unknown? So David's young men turned themselves around and went back, and they came and reported to David all these words. David said to his men, Each man strap on his sword, and each man strapped on his sword. So David put on his sword, and 400 men went up after David, but 200 stayed with the baggage. So this is what's going down. This is how it goes back then. This is no messing around. These people are offering, giving you peace. You deny it. You deny their offering of peace, and you, den- you, deny, you deny giving to the holy to the holy people of God, this is what's going down. So now one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife, listen, 
David sent messengers out of the wilderness to bless our masters, and he railed against them. But the men were very good to us, and we were not harmed, nor did we miss anything. All the days we went about with them in the field. They were a wall to us both by night and day. All the days we were with them keeping the flocks. Now, therefore, no one consider what you will do, for evil is determined against our master and against all his household. So this is, he is such, the conclusion of Nabal is, here's the next verse. He is such a worthless man that one cannot speak to him. So you notice the Bible is a, is a compilation of real stories put together. It, but it, more simply put, it's a prophecy. It's God's prophecy. Prophecy is something that is yet to happen, but it shall be fulfilled. We see that. We see that with the six-day war between Egypt and Israel. The Egyptians were, were destroyed. In six days, Israel reclaimed their homeland. That's what it said. God said, I will cast you away from your homeland for many years, and you shall reclaim it. And you shall reclaim it in the twinkling of an eye. I mean, hundreds of years, they were nomads away from Israel and people, other countries inhabited Israel. Now Israel, it's its own country. In six days, they won that war with far less people than those against them. You see it with all kinds of stuff like that. You see Solomon's temple being built. You see the, you see the temples in Israel. There's a lot going down with the temples in Israel right now. The third temple is preparing to be built, which is prophecy as well. The Bible is a whole entire book of prophecy. And more importantly than that, it's prophecy from God. Because if prophecy comes from man, then it's not prophecy at all. It's just delusion. It's just delusion. I can make up something and say, oh, this is going down this day and this hour. Or you can say, no, this is going to happen. You can have belief in something. You can have belief that you're going to do well at a sport, at an activity, at something. But nonetheless, when it comes down to it, belief does not equal prophecy. So you can believe in Buddha. You can believe in the faith you have in in another God, you can believe in your own abilities. You can believe in your own way to heaven and whatever you want. But in the end of the, but in the end of it all, if what you believe does not line up with the prophecy of the Creator of this earth, then that's just what it is. It's apart from the Creator of this earth. It's just that, and it'll just be that temporarily on this earth, and then it shall die, because our spirits will leave our bodies one day, and you got to know where you're going. As my grandmother says, when you leave this earth, you better know where you're going. So. I pray in Yeshua's name and the Holy Son of Israel, Yeshua. I pray his name blesses you and you guys be at peace in Jesus' name, guys. So that's what we read today. 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 1 through 17. So, and it goes on to explain the story and what happens. So God bless you guys. And I hope this word brought you peace and joy in Yeshua's name. In Jesus' name, folks.